0: This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host,
1: Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. We have a powerful returning guest Mr. David A. Hatch. To get in touch with David A. Hatch, go to davidahatch.com at the end of the show. We're going to plug his website, his phone number, Facebook page, all the ways to get in touch with Mr. David A. Hatch. If you missed last week's show, log on to fathermatters.org, blogtalkradio.com, or soundcloud.com. David is the author of the book, 153 Thoughts, and I just love the meaning behind this book. Um, um, go back to last week's show and catch up to where we are today because we couldn't even really get into the book because it was so powerful just hearing about David. David, welcome back to the Father Matter Show, my friend. Thank you so much. Vince. I know I put you on the spot last week without you looking at your calendar asking if you could come back, but the time was going so fast and you're back again. I appreciate you, David, we were finishing up last week's show, and if where I want to start from is when you said when the men went fishing and how you came up with 153, because out of all the sermons of Cash Your Net, I've never heard about the 153, which is how you came up with the title of this book.
0: Yes. As I was saying, the 153 come from uh, uh, the book of St. John, the 21st chapter, and, and they actually start reading uh, from the 1st through the 6th verse, when Peter and John had gone fishing, the Scripture said they went fishing and they didn't catch anything. Uh, and, and then Jesus approached them, you know, he had risen from the dead, they was at the Sea of Galilee, which is called the Sea of Tiberias, and they were there, had fish, up, and they was not only were they fishing, they was expert fishermen. This was their job. And they had been there all night long, but didn't catch anything. Mm. But when Jesus came on the scene, he spoke to them and told them to cast the net on the right side. Yeah. Peter cast the net on the right side. It was so many fishes that the net began to break. But he drug, they drugged the net to the shore. The scripture said that they counted the fish. There was a hundred and fifty-three great fishes, but the net never broke. Mm. And 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 but they was fishing. Men, you know, God showed me this was about men. It wasn't about the natural fish, but the fishermen of men. He's given us as men of God to go and fish for men, fish for these young teenage boys that are on the street, that's gang banging, that's doing those things, which we call ugly. But we got to learn how to work with them with the way they think. And then men that have not had fathers in their life. Mm And that's why Father's Matter is so important because it's, it's address those issues that, for, that young men never have to deal with. They never dealt with it because they never had a man in their life to talk to. Them. Mm. See, a woman can raise a, a, a good boy, but to, take, to really raise a
1: man is take a, another man doing it. That's that. right. And sometimes when, when these young boys are being raised by their moms, when a real man get in their face, the young boy is ready to buck up in his face, or I don't have to listen to you, or or cower down. And it's like he don't realize that's the adult man trying to lead him into a manhood, into responsibility. And that's what we are losing. A lot of our young boys do not understand responsibility. You know, the one thing
0: that I wanted to share just just a thought that came even as we're impacting this book. Uh, one of my field directors spoke with me earlier before before I came here. Yes. And he shared with me about an issue. He, he's a young man that uh, going to, went to prison at in, in his early teens. I think he was like 18, 19.
1: You're, you're talking about your my, co-worker.
0: My co-worker. Okay. He went to prison at a young age. And, and going to prison, he experienced a lot of hardship. But when God blessed him to get out, he was able to get out. When God blessed him to get out, he got married a he fathered a son and and they stayed together one thing that he shared with me he said but as he was he started to leave his wife as he was processing through time he said because what he found out that his wife could do better when he was trying to get employment mm-hmm. that she could do better if he wasn't in the picture that's right he said because people were more uh, willing to help her because he wasn't around.
1: Help her instead of help us. us. And when you mean that, you mean a lot of these government services, you know, uh, free food stamps, free government chiefs, free education. It's a process.
0: Yes. And they was willing to help. But then he didn't realize how that impacted his life. He said that he thought he had, he had passed that. But he said on this week, he was speaking with his adult son in his early 20s. He says, a good boy, good young man, because he raised in the home with two parents. Mm -hmm. He said, but as as they were sharing together, he said, son brought out something that really hurt his heart. He said, dad, I don't tell my friends that I have two parents because I don't want them to see me as different than they are because most of them come from one parent family. Broken homes. Broken
1: homes. And he's ashamed to share that my mom and dad are in the same home. Yes. That's that's where this generation is going now, David.
0: Yes. And it devastated the, the, my, my, my friend, my co-worker. He said, why would this happen? And I said, well, then that's why we need to share. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to talk. Yeah. That's why we need to uh, uh, unpack Even like this book here. Yes. The hundred and one hundred and fifty three
1: thoughts on the back of your book, David, you says the one hundred fifty three thoughts are images of the mind that create the realities of men and women. The way we change our image of self is to change the thoughts. How did this book come about and why? One of the main, as I shared on the last show,
0: one of the main reasons that it, it came forth because of what I had gone through, you know, losing a mother going through a divorce, having a hip replacement, experiencing two death, and then going through pain and then becoming homeless. because I. But what God showed me, that you become homeless in the mind before you become homeless on the street or house to house. That image woke me up. And then as I began to uh, uh, go through those changes, I began to write. Because I'm a man of God, knowing the word of God, but God began to unpack this word. And when I read that scripture, it done something to me and it caused me to change. This was not a quick fix, right? It's not a big life skill book. Right. But it, it but it's very impactful
1: because it's not about reading. It's about unfolding. And things. it's about communicating. It's communicating. And it, and it, it's so practical, but it's so powerful. When you and I met a couple of weeks ago, you gave me a copy of this book. And thank you very much. I went home and I looked at a couple of pages. Three days later, I looked at another couple of pages all over this past weekend. I was just skimming through this book. And this we're going to talk about. This is what men are going through every single day. And share with us who did the artwork inside of this powerful book.
0: I I will really, I go back to prison fellowship. I was doing life skill classes. And the Lord has always shown me, you know, there are men out there that are very talented. Yes, it is. And see, a lot of times we forget the talent that's on the street. We forget the talent that's in the prison system. Right. Well, I met this one young man that was in the prison system, and what he used to do was, uh, as I would facilitate classes, he would write on the board for me. He would. I would get him to do my board for me. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that he could draw. Wow! And then I said, you know, I got this book that I've been in my head, and I really wanted to put it on paper, but I don't have images. And God is showing me I need to put the images down because that's how He's going to project this. Mm-hmm. I said, can you can you draw these images? And he said, I think I can. And so I began to give him some images. Now, this is what I want, and I want you to write. I want you to really draw these pieces. Mm-hmm. And it took him seven months.
1: But when he came back with those images,
0: I said, "That's what I wanted."
1: So you gave him these little sayings, all one hundred fifty-three of these saving sayings. Yes, these sayings. And he would look at it, and 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 then when you went back, he matched the drawings up with your sayings. Yes. The very first one. I want to know why you got that. Uh, uh defined below. Uh, 153 different thought images. The very, very first one out of 153, you have drinking. Why did you do that, brother? That the the drinking because I recognize that we, we, there's a lot of
0: people that are that are drunk, and it's not about alcohol, and it's 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 about the 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 definition saying. Drinking or drunkenness is being in a temporary state in which one physical and mental faculties are impaired by an excess of. Now, it says alcohol, drink, intoxicated. But see, you can have an excess of a whole lot of other things that will hold you back and keep you stuck in your own illusion. And that's what that's what happened to me. I was not a drunken. I was not drinking, but I was drunk in my own way of thinking.
1: Your your actions. I was
0: trapped. My thoughts were trapped, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't help myself. And I know, and I know that there's a lot of men, a lot of women, that are stuck there, and they don't know how to come out of it. And what we talk about in the life skill part of this sure about what's going on in you see you cannot come out of something until you identify that you have a problem with it mm. most people don't want to say that i got a problem and once you say i got a problem and that i cannot handle the problem and that becomes the escape mechanism to set you free and the scripture said who the son set free is free indeed but how do i become free is by letting go Man. I
1: got to let go. We got to let go. You're listening to the father matter show with Vance Sims. And today's guest returning guest is David A. Hatch. And we're going over some of his 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 uh, 153 thoughts. And we're going to do this more after this commercial David, because the next one I want to talk about is illicit relationships. That's number five. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of The Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org. Click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. David, we only got a few more minutes left. If you want to get a copy of this book, David, where can they go to get a copy of 153 Thoughts?
0: davidahatch.com you can go to davidahatch.com
1: davidahatch.com if you got men's groups, support groups women's groups, re-entry groups groups, groups, teen groups you need to reach out and get this book and it's like a, a workbook, it's a conversational book, 153 thoughts. David, I'm looking at number five illicit relationships, why do we have that? Because that's an issue that's going on throughout
0: this country uh illicit relationship and I'm just going to go back to when i was working in an organization called operation hope
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i would work with women that 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 was in need of housing that had children one the problem was that that they would t- they would take on the responsibility of of getting a home but my job was as a caseworker was to make sure that they maintained the home mm-hmm. and making sure that they was in the in the in the right space doing the right thing but what i would do when i would go and do home visits I would find Mr. in the home. And this man, we're we're in Father's Matter today. That's right. That's real. This man, these men would come to the door and act like it was their home. Sure. And like that was their children, too. It was their children. And what they would do is take over the home. And I would call them Tom Thumb. They were coming out and being able to, coming over to take over. And 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 that's, and then, but what they learned how to do was they knew when these women cycles or when they knew when they had this thing going on inside their body. See, I did them with the thoughts. So they would time the women's thoughts that they needed a man or the touch of a man, a relationship. So they would knew when to come over, and and they would build this type of relationship with these women. These women didn't want these men in their life, but they knew, said, okay, he come on at the right time. He may pay a light bill. Hmm.
1: He might take the kids,
0: get them he a Happy t- Meal from yes. McDonald's. But he's not in their life of anything good. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a, a decent job. He's just out there billing,
1: or uh, showing his oats. Number 39, revenge. Talk about that one. You know, it, it says to re- to
0: avenge oneself of another, use it by retaliating in kind or degree to inflict injury or return for revenge and, and insult. I, I'm saying I had that. I, I wanted to hurt
1: mm-hmm.
0: because, see, when I lost my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was I I had it all on the inside. I wanted to hurt. I had, I had so much revenge in me because I saw something that was so devastating. Not only was she my daughter, she was my baby daughter. She was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I, I wanted to hurt someone. And and, and and I recognized that when you have revenge and what you want to do, guess who it hurt the most? Yourself. It hurts self the most. And when I found out that I was hurting me and
1: not the other person, it changed my thought. They, they, w- w- what's the saying? You drink the poison hoping that someone else would die. Yes. And
0: you are uh, the one dying. And I was the one that was dying.
1: That was that revenge. That was that revenge. Which is also right in line with anger and unforgiveness.
0: And, and then you recognize that when we talk about these issues, and, you know, that's probably 10 or 20 minutes out there now that that's holding this in their heart. So you got to understand revenge is not a outward action only. See, a lot of time we look at the outward action, but it's in the heart. It's in the mind first. You got to create it first before you act out on it. And, and, and that's what the problem is. There are so many time bombs out there inside of us because we may not have acted out. But in our mind, it's there Mm -hmm. until we release it and let go of it. We're going to continue to operate and then we're going to have issues that just like that went on in Florida a few months ago. Those issues will continue to come forth in our lives because we're not letting go of those things. And Mm -hmm. we got revenge in our heart.
1: Revenge, anger, hatred, hatred,
0: unforgiveness. It's, It's taking over us. And, you know, you notice in this country today, it's it's so much unforgiveness. Yes. It's so much uh, just bitterness. And we got to let go.
1: Mm. Let's go to number 50, because under number 50 you have here double-minded and again we're, we're just skimming through the book 153 thoughts by david a hatch to get this book for your ministry your groups your support groups go to davidahatch.com. david number 50 is double-minded you know the scripture says a
0: double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways that's james 1 and 8 now wavering in the mind when you're not able to make a rational decision. You know, I was there. I don't even have to talk about anyone else. I was double-minded because I didn't know which way to go. And see, when you become homeless in the mind, and when you can't help yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and and you get, become a part that, you know, you don't know to to go to the left or to the right, that's double-mindedness. And there's a lot of people out there that are frustrated, frustrated, Mm-hmm. They bogged down because they don't. They can't. They, they can't do this or that, and and then also, when sometimes when we listen to every, we listen to this person, and we listen to that person, and we we don't know which way to go, and then we we're trapped. You need to let go. and You need to talk about it, not just hold on to it. The problem is, once you recognize that it's there, and you don't let go of it. It takes over, and what I mean when I say take over, it takes over your capacity to think. Mm-hmm. And see, when you can't think correctly, you'll do anything. And there are a lot of people that's driving. They're not driving because they're drunk, because they're that, uh, they're driving. But the problem comes is that they get into accident. Because their mind is not
1: focused. Right. they they focusing on everything. Focus they focusing on the on cell everything. phone. they yes. focusing on makeup. Focusing on popping open that can of pop. Yes. And that three seconds you don't focus on looking ahead is when anything and everything can go wrong. It can go wrong. And that's what happened. First, I want to
0: share about one go ahead. one. You can go to another but It's one that really is on my let's mind. Go, let's it, go. It, it's number two. Let me go all the way back. Number two, reason I want to go back to number two because I've dealt with and it's called mental illness. Yes. Mental illness, I actually worked in the mental, Ill, in the mental health field, okay. and that's an issue that goes on, and especially, you know, there's a lot of community, but it goes on in the black community. And a lot of time we hide it. We, we as black individuals, we don't want to talk about it because we don't want to be labeled as uh, they said that I'm crazy. Sure. But mental illness is a disease. And it need to be addressed. It's happening in children, but it's also happening in adults. And until we address those issues, it's not going away. And a lot of time we we hold we hold on uh, to those things, and we will not. You know, there's there's medication that 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 you can take, but there's also counseling that can come forward that will be able to uh, give you opportunity to be set free. So those are sometimes we don't notice it, but it's in our families. Yeah. And we don't address those issues. We just said that's somebody crazy, but they're not crazy. They got some issues that need to be addressed. And so I really uh, I, I'm really asking that if you see someone or if you may be even dealing with something that you're not addressed. It's nothing wrong with going and and seeking counseling. It's nothing wrong with going to a psychologist or a psychologist. To, to get counseling, to help you with the way you think. We're talking about the 153. Those thoughts that keeps me trapped, I need to find whatever way that will help me free myself from my negative way of thinking, I need to be able to let go of those.
1: Other than drugs, pornography, alcoholism. Yes. The nonsense that we turn to because we don't want another man to know or think uh, the fact that we have issues.
0: Yes. And we all have issues. See the the, the thing is that we sometimes cover it. You know, I don't want people to think that I got a problem. But if you if you if we are able to share in group, you know, it's not just the man that's coming out of the prison.
1: Uh, it's it, corporate it, men. It, it's it, pastors. It's, cor- yes. it's
0: law enforcement. It is. It's law enforcement. It's definite pastors. Pastors is the biggest secret, hidden secret because we don't talk about it. We, we hide it because we don't want nobody to know because we stand before the church every Sunday morning and we are ministering to people. But but then we are
1: not dealing with our own self. I got a friend back in San Jose, California, David, and he he's managing tonight. He's one of the managers of a, of a big hotel downtown San Jose. And <clears throat> we was talking and he said, Vance, once a year we have this convention It's for youth pastors and they come in from all over the country. Because this is a place that's close to the golf course, close to downtown, and that's just where they have this thing. And he said, you know, because now you can you can you can rent a movie on the TV from the hotel room and all you do is just charge it to your credit card. And then when you go check out, they just, you know, run it, say, Hey, you you watched a couple of movies. Where I'm going at with this, he said the most time during The highest time of pornography rentals and for his movies in his hotel that he manages, co-manages, is when the when these youth pastors and pastors convention are hosted at his hotel. I I really believe that the highest the most time that they that's when these guys are just running, renting these adult movies from the hotel rooms because nobody can see it. Nobody's knocking on the door, or handing you anything. You just click on buy, and it's right there. They just add it at your, to your bill at the bottom, and they checking out, smiling, and walking out. And these people were uh, are, are going to this convention to be better youth pastors, better pastors. The hidden secret. The, hit, the hidden secret. But see, the point is, pornography is something that
0: we want to hide anyway. Yeah. It's it's not. You don't want no one to know that because that's not the image that I represent. No. But if, when you can address it. And talk about it. And confront it. And confront it. But, but, but we have to learn how to confront it. And the way you do it is in a group. You know, one thing we say in group, what go on in group, stay in group. That's what we say too. So that keep, that keep the, 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 then the power of agreement is there. And then when you can talk about it and let everything that out, that's when healing begins. That's when it
1: begins. I want to thank my guest, David A. Hatch, for two weeks of a powerful show. David is the author of the 153 Thoughts. David, thank you for not once but twice being on this show, brother. I appreciate you so much. Please come back again. Love to. And I want to thank you today for listening to The Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. We are completely out of time. Get this book davidahatch.com 153 thoughts see you next week at the same time same place have a safe week thank you and God bless